Welcome to the Wild and Free podcast series for those who are interested in conscious conversations. I'm Sally Williams. And I'm Emily Figgis. Hi, Hi Sal. <laughs> How you going? Good. It's uh, It's been an interesting start to the year and an interesting end to mm. the year, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah. Let's talk about that, actually, for a little bit, the wrapping up sure. of 2020 and the opening of 2021 before we get into today's episode. Yeah. What did you notice? I noticed, I think, like a lot of around me, you know, at arm's distance, this mm-hmm. anticipation that at the at the bell of 12 midnight signalling in 2021 that we'd have a much more open, peaceful world mm. that was had dealt with COVID already, that had dealt with mm you know, all the issues of 2020 and it was mm. just going to kind of slide away. And, mm. you know, I was just sitting back kind of watching that and knowing that, you know, we're not we're not going back to where we were. No. We're but we're not. also right in the middle of wherever this pandemic, this change in the way we live and work and play, mm. um, you know, it's still, still ought to be fleshed out and, we're right so, in the middle, aren't we? Yeah. That's, that's exactly where I ended up to. There's a lot of um, hopeful energy in the, in the, you know, the spirit of Christmas. It brings mm. up a lot of beauty, a lot of hope, a lot of connection, a lot of love. Like It's a beautiful time of year. And I know I got swept up and carried in that and it was gorgeous to have a reprieve. It felt like a real lovely reprieve from the heaviness of the change and transition that a lot of us had been through in 2020. So... I'm going to admit, you know, I was, you know, in the hope and the, oh, this is going to be so good. I'm going to feel so different. And then woke up and, you know, things started to quickly show me that nothing really, in fact, has changed. Absolutely. You know, that 2020 was was the curtain opener, so mm. to speak. And all that we were having to navigate in the area of change and transition and just there's so much there that so we, we learnt. Um, have you reflected? What What's the main things that you learned in 2020? Um, I have reflected and my partner and I did a really interesting exercise on New Year's Eve. I mean, we were in bed by 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. We'd been all partied out for the weeks prior. Mm-hmm. Um, and we reflected on, you know, what has 2020 felt like? What has it meant? And we started with trying to work through the months of like mm. what happened in this month. Mm. And we got, you know, January there was this, February was that, and then from March till October we're like, I don't know what happened yeah. in any of those months. I cannot, you can't, yes. there's no like events, there's no standouts. No pinpointing. There's no pinpointing. No. It's just this blurred mesh of time. I was going to say the same thing, blurred mesh of time describes yeah. it. Perfectly. Um, and that's just how I see it, this blurred mesh of time. But there was, for me, there was a real standout moment um, in in April where I, you know, kind of, it was probably my, you know, falling back down into the depths of my own soul and I, you know, revisiting things that I'd reluctantly or, um, wanting to, not ever visited mm-hmm. before. So COVID, the ex- the exact experience of being thrown into lockdown, thrown into chaos, thrown yeah. into change, so instigated this. Would you, um, would you I, say no, it was, a direct it was, correlation? 
it was coming that you know there was a there was a monumental shift before COVID for me yeah okay. you, know, you know my life went down a path that I hadn't necessarily seen coming but I went down a path that all my greatest fears mm-hmm. were realized I was homeless didn't know have anywhere to go mm-hmm. didn't know where I was going to be working mm-hmm. all these sorts of things that I thought if this ha- if one of these things happens to me mm. i can't see myself existing beyond that mm. and that's a really interesting mm. thing that our ego tells us if this happens you stop to exist or if this happens you have no idea or no capacity to deal with that and then you go through it then you go through <laughs> it um, and you had more than one and i had more than one so i mean if you look at maslow's hierarchy of needs mm. i had had i think 5 out of the 6 yeah. Needs shaken it at once. Yeah. From Huge. from October to April. Mm-hmm. So and from then 2019 to into 20. Two, into yep. 2020. Yeah, yeah. Um and it was just this constant rocking and shaking of the tree and mm. one on their own or two on their own mm. would have absolutely been able to handle. Like mm. I still would have been in the fetal position. Now today's um theme, what's introducing <laughs> Because it's fear. It is. You know? and, it is fear. And how, how did that level of fear f- feel like in your body? Oh, it was It was akin to just like a whole body meltdown, shut down. Mm. Um, there were periods of time where I just had no idea who I was anymore, how to get out of bed, yeah. so you're how talking, to help myself. Talking fetal position, shut down a body. Yeah. Your system didn't want to operate. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I got to a pivotal point not long after COVID hit, after, um, you know, my business suffered great losses, after, you know, I had no idea of how I was going to continue to support myself, continue to live where I was living. I didn't feel like I could go back home because of the COVID situation mm-hmm. um, and also I have a have a life where I am and I didn't want to be leaving that. Mm. And it was a real, yeah, a real shutting down of not only has my income and my security in that way been stripped away from, from me and, and I know that that was the experience for, for many, many people. Yes. But also that socialisation aspect yeah. that I personally rely on quite heavily was gone in an instant yes huge um and yeah you know still tried to do the zoom catch-ups and you know all those little things that we did at the beginning of mm-hmm. of covid and they just they came became more tedious and tiresome than than anything mm-hmm. it didn't have the same emotional uplift yeah it, it was harder to get what you normally could get because in person was what we were used to. Mm. So today we want to talk about fear yeah. and it's great how we're introducing it by the reflection of 2020 um, because this is really where a lot of fear started to come in. Absolutely. You know, this is something collectively we had not experienced before on this level in, mm. in our lifetime. We've heard about the Spanish flu and many other things of the past that we'd read about that were quite mysterious you know a lot of us didn't know much um but it it was one out of the box it was certainly nothing that we ever expected even though intuitively as my work as an intuition I had tuned into the idea of 2020 the concept the feeling the guidance I I distinctly remember 
you saying to us at the start of 2020 when you were pulling in your information that hold on to your hats because because <laughs> 2020 is going to be a ride mm. that we've not seen coming. No. You know, something to that effect. Though. Yeah, not absolutely. Word, but, yeah. Um, you know, that stood out I for got me. the analogy of climbing mountains, that we'd yeah. all have these personal mountains to climb and it would feel like we'd have to learn new skills, new abilities to climb mountains when we're not mountain climbers. So <laughs> we'd have to learn how to be resilient above all resilience, um, address our fears above all fears. We'd mm. have to physically, mentally, emotionally address things that we've never had to address to be able to overcome and continue up and it would just feel like we're going from summit to summit, to summit like higher and higher and over many different – and it was a pretty – spot on analogy absolutely i i'm just sitting here listening to that going wow like that has certainly been my Mm. experience Mm. and for me the the toughest summit was you know the the march april one yes and then from there it's it's the fear propelled me into that that spate of darkness Mm. but coming out and you know it took some time how did you how did you re-emerge let's talk about that because fear throws us into many responses it's a physical response first of all with fight or flight Mm. it's a shutting down of the body if it's extreme fear yeah there's the emotional you know the pulling the closing of the heart the retreating you know there's many aspects to Mm. it but the emerging part you know is equally as important how did you um I think it was just this, yeah, this realisation that all this is, is happening and going on around me and outside of me, but I'm still here. Mm. I'm still intact and therefore might not be mentally okay, but I am physically okay, yeah. you know, enough to breathe. I'm, you know, I, I can take care of myself if I choose to do so. Mm-hmm. And so it was a, I don't understand why I have no idea who I am anymore or who, how I want to live or how to even, you know, start the process of just doing one small thing for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, it was a reaching out and a connecting. Um, I remember connecting with you and my partner mm-hmm. and my partner was, you know, very well aware of what was kind of going on and and happening at the time and, you know, kind of when I went through like the darkest state of it, um, I remember her saying, you know, I'm just very sad Mm. for for us. Mm. And, you know, that's something that's stuck in my mind but it's something that also made me really fight Mm. for myself first Mm. but for this relationship that I, like it's this relationship that I'm in is, Something I've never experienced before. Um, so it's, it's very important to you. It's very, very important and to me. And you realised in that moment there was something to fight for. There was something to fight for mm. and it was her seeing, you know, that or me allowing myself to see and receive on a level that she loved me as well. Yeah. It didn't matter how dark you were or what you were going yeah. through or how disconnected and how much you possibly couldn't give the love or receive mm. the love in that fear and in that, you know, deep, dark depression, Place. really. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a depression. Yeah. Um, how beautiful, though, to have someone, you know, just reflect that back to you yeah. and to give you that hope. Yeah, absolutely. Hope is a really important 
factor in fear yeah you know to feel like there is a possibility of more change yeah of an improved situation mm. you know and for me like i've i've experienced you know long periods of my time short periods of time throughout my life of depression of anxiety i've been diagnosed since i was 15 or 16 um that's that's to me that's kind of just part and parcel of what i have to deal with but I did a lot of work in my 20s of of really going whatever point I get to, I'm, I make a commitment to always look after myself and always come back to myself. And, mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes it takes me down a really dark place and the fear takes over. That gets really, really loud. But um, there's a really wonderful meditation by a guy named Muji. Mm-hmm. And it's about the isness, mm. and he talks about you know what is there, what is that part that isn't attached to any label. It's not your name. What's there when you know you take away your name, your job, your your family. You're not a sister. You're not a, a daughter or a son or, or all, whatever, the all the identity and roles. What's, yeah. what's there? There's still something there, and what is that? Mm-hmm. And that's you know that's our isness or our soul or pure awareness. This pure awareness. Yeah. Um, and that was so you found Muji during this time. Yeah, I yeah. think it was during that time, or you know, not long after. Yeah, beautiful. And that was just a really. I love how we're led to the things you know yeah. that we need. Absolutely. The next book, or the next conversation, or the next mm. experience, or the next meditation teacher, or yeah. the next guru, or the next you know we Absolutely. we are supported to the next thing. Yeah. Mm. Um. And it and it's very much a process of, you know. You can, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. Mm. My partner was, you know, aware of what was going on. She's trying to help me do the things so I didn't fall over. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't. I had to fall over. Yeah, I had to right. go through it. So I had to feel the fear. Is part of it, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, the fear had to consume you completely and and strip away all what you were. Yeah. You know, I bet you don't feel the same version now. God no. Going through that experience no um i don't think there would be many people who are uh, awake or or have some level of awareness that would uh feel the same version of themselves sitting you know in early mm. 2021 compared to uh this time last year no. you know we've been we've all collectively been through so much yeah and we will have had to address personal our own personal version and our journey with fear Absolutely. You know, whether it is that you lost your job um, and all your um, stability mm. and perceived uh, worth mm-hmm. was all, you know, you would have had to address that. People have lost, um, you know, ha- houses and had to change Absolutely. situations to do with um, COVID. There's been, there's been a lot. Absolutely. So fear I thought was a, a really valid and great place to start because mm. not only is it, you know, affecting us worldwide as we transition through these incredible mm. times of change. And collectively in the on a world sense, we are moving, you know, things can't stay the same. Yeah. We, so we all have felt like we just can't wait to get back to normal, you know, <laughs> normal. But there is a new normal that's trying to be birthed and Absolutely. a lot in the spiritual community know this is the new earth. Yes. And, um, again, that can sound a little woo-woo or fluffy. All I know is it will be... 
some new ways of being for all of us and we've entered the Aquarian era, which gives us new opportunities for humanity, um, Mm. new ways of new inventions, new opportunities, new seeing, new visions, Mm. new things are kind of coming place. I don't know and can't see it all. I don't think anyone can. No. It's going to be an enormous amount of technology and advancements. But um, we have to get through this this very intense transition and change to be able to see this newness come mm. in so it's going to be uh, you know another couple of years at least yeah. before we really start to settle into less fear and more mm. comfortability with the new yeah and I think that's a really interesting point that you bring up because you know it's been around the idea of the Aquarian age this new earth particularly in the spiritual community and it's becoming a lot more of the the mainstream talk now around you know a new way of being and I think our brain's get trapped into thinking this will happen overnight or over a really short period of time and then bang, everything's implemented and away we go and yes. back to it. It's all you know, going to be great. And we can live our lives <laughs> yeah. in, you know, the best possible way that we can imagine. Mm-hmm. Things don't happen no. <laughs> like that. No, because we're talking big structures, talking, government bodies. You know, exactly, big structures. Democracy, um, how the money systems work of the world. Absolutely. The pharmaceutical companies, corruption in many, many areas is being exposed. You know, there's so much that is coming to light so that it can be shifted and changed, yeah. which is where the chaos is coming, coming from, from, which is why we're all in fear. Yeah. And so outside of us, so within. So we're addressing what's happening on the outside is also being internally um felt and discovered Mm. so our own internal fear process with the internal changes of who we are who are we I don't know who I am you know feeling lost feeling extra confused at this time um being stripped of the identities the roles that you're talking about this Mm. is all you know you describe it so perfectly but we all have had a version of this in our own way and it's happening you know collectively as well so bigger picture little picture yeah um and just on that I'm just reflecting now on there's been periods throughout my life where I've chosen to go through large transitions mm-hmm. um, or transformations and one quote that stuck by me since the very first time I tried to do um, to do this was, to, you know, to change my being was you have to be prepared to die mm. to this life before you can instil the new. And mm. I think that's what's having happening on a personal scale and a global Absolutely. scale. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and and, and of course there's resistance chaotic. in that. Yeah. The resistance comes back to the fear because egoically. We want to we, keep it all the same. We want to keep it all the same because <laughs> the ego's role is to keep you safe. Mm-hmm. And Protect us, yeah. What we know, like even if it's uncomfortable, even if it's not right for the majority, if it's known, it's certain. Mm-hmm. It's safe to the ego. Yeah. Um, we we find fear. We all search for when there's no certainty mm. or there's unknown. Yeah, and and this is where we're going to. We have been, at least for the last twelve months. But mm. moving forward in twenty twenty one, more chaos, more uncertainty. Before, um, you know, things reveal more of themselves and less uncertainty in twenty twenty two and beyond. But at least for the next twelve months, I foresee where all the guidance I'm receiving. Um, that we need to get really prepared for fear. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it, really 2020 is a training ground. Yeah. It's actually helped us to learn how to let go of needing to be so certain, yeah. of, of needing to have everything in place and having everything controlled. There's so much 
that we are now limited. We can't travel the same. We can't live the same. We are, you know, living more insular lives. We're still, we just have to be aware of how much that fear is actually affecting us though. Yeah. And what do we do when we, when we are finding ourselves feeling fear or, you know, becoming overwhelmed with fear, you know, what's your practice around fear yeah my practice is to go within because Mm. if you're looking for certainty outside of you um we're not going to get it we haven't been able to get it and we're not going to see it the media is going to be showing what's happening in the world and i'm not saying that that's not true a lot of that chaos and even as we're recording this today america is in chaos uh, with the storming of the capitol building and rioting and um so more and more uncertainty is going to be reported on it's going to be shown but spiritual discernment, which is something that Elizabeth Peru is talking mm. a, lot, a lot about and I've followed her for many years. Um, I get her tip off and highly recommend it. Um, discerning within you what is the truth for you. Yeah. So instead of looking for for to be told you're safe and everything's going to be okay from outside of you and in the media, we're not going to be told that mm. because they want to keep uh, – they've always wanted the contrast of – fear and uncertainty to keep you fed in a very particular well, way. It's being. what keeps their ratings up. It's what keeps their advertisers paying their bills yep. and they're, you know, increasing their profits. Mm. So it's, yeah, that discernment of going, okay, yes, I'm feeling How fear much from am I this much. How much am I watching? Yeah. Um, what and what are they truth? getting yes. from me giving yes. them my attention? Yes. And that could be social media. That could be the, yes. the news networks. It could be the newspapers. Actually, you know, all, absolutely all, anything all, that anything you invest your time into. Exactly. Anything you're listening to, taking on board, um, needs to be dis- you need to discern this year more than ever. You know, mm. if, if you take on something, you listen to something, then go within. And, and like I did this morning, I was drawn to turn the TV on. It's rare. Mm. But I did and I listened and here's the American stuff and uh, so I needed to clearly know about that in yeah. that moment. And then I made a decision to turn it off after I got a, an idea of what was going on and then I sat in meditation and I um, felt and sent love from my heart to, the, to that area of the world and projected out the vibration, the energy that I wanted into the world yeah. rather than staying in the uncertainty and the fear of that. And I did end up in tears after I watched it. So mm. it did affect me and as an empath I'm not, at all surprised mm. that, you know, that watching people in that amount of anger and um, rage and, you know, feeling like they need to storm their government buildings to take control of something they feel they're out of control or isn't fair or they're in victim mode, mm. you know, that needs to be a lot of love needs to be sent there. Absolutely. You know, that, and so I, that's how I choose to be discerning. It's like, okay, this is happening. It's real. The media is reporting it. I don't need to keep listening, though. I don't need to keep being addicted to the fear, yeah. to the wondering what's escalating, what's happening now, what's happening. I don't let myself unplug go there. Unplugging that, that I energy. I get the information and then I stay in discernment by going within and working on an energetic level and sending and rippling out what I want to see in the world. Mm. What I want to see in the world is peace and harmony and oneness and unity, but I know to get to that, we have to bring up in the, from the shadows all the disconnection yes. and the polarity and everything else that exists in, on the earth. Now, we're always going to have that to, to a degree. Mm. I don't believe it will ever be a world of complete, you know, no war, no. Right. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think that's 
earth. That's what we've chosen. But that's I think the experience can, we're here for. I right? believe so. That teaches us. Yeah, mm. we need polarity to understand love. For instance, we have to understand hate. Absolutely, it's the opposing force, yeah. and, and that's the point of it. Um, but I believe with the new earth, we are definitely meant to rectify a lot of the shadow and a lot of the extremes that are operating in the world. So I'm looking forward to a more peaceful, more unified, more harmonious world where mm. we're thinking of each other and no matter where everyone is in the world and that, you know, our money systems and our government systems work themselves out, that it becomes more equal yeah. for, for more people. Yeah. That's definitely my intention. So I, I rather than stay in fear, it's not something that I like to actually um, – I acknowledge it when it comes up day to day for me or mm. in my own So you're not experience. immune to it being a spiritual not at all. intuitive? <laughs> it happens, absolutely. Yeah. My my I have an ego. I'm I'm earthbound. I'm mm. I have a physical body, so I have an ego that um, tells me, you know, regularly um, what it thinks about certain situations that I'm going through that, that propels me into different experiences with fear yeah but the difference now is I can recognize it and I can understand it and with understanding and awareness I have a choice and so when you're in spiritual growth phases um, an awakening process Mm -hmm. when you realize you have choice then you don't have to stay stuck in it you're not um, suppressed by it Mm. and so that's what I love now that I always have a choice and rarely do I get stuck now um, which I'm really grateful for. Amazing. And just on to us, and I think this might be a whole other podcast episode in itself <laughs> of, you know, collectively as a community, as a society, as a, you know, a, a global human, what is it in this world that we've actually chosen and what do we want and what do we not want? And I think that you know, this time of fear is really showing us where we've placed our energies and our participation into things that don't serve us or our fellow kind or, mm-hmm. you know, our greater communities. Mm-hmm. You know, it leaves people behind. So been a lot of division. A lot been. of division. So I think it's a really interesting time that fear brings up this, yeah, obviously this polarising aspect, but there's the element to go, well, why why are things like this and what do we want to continue participating in mm. um, and what is, you know, the best for all all of us? Absolutely. And these are the questions that we get to continue to ask ourselves. Mm. And sometimes it can just feel too big, like there's so much going on in the world, oh, how could I make a difference or what can I do? And what you do is you address your own fear in your own life. Because mm-hmm. as it's rising for you, and what I mean by that is if it's showing up in your life, it's rising mm-hmm. to be looked at because nothing comes up or shows up in your reality as a life experience unless it's there to be tended to, aware of, become aware of or addressed, mm-hmm. shifted, changed in some, and especially if it's a trigger. So mm-hmm. if you're triggered and there's a huge emotional reaction to it, it's usually because there's something to change there. There's a new perspective to be gained. It, you don't get triggered just because. Yeah. <laughs> so often that some of those triggers, not all triggers, are fear based, mm. um, but most are. Come but, back to that level of emotion, don't they? That fear, yeah, yeah, fear yeah, level yeah, of emotion. Yeah. So that's really where we can work, where we can focus. This is what being intentional in mm. with a spiritual um, focus is to be intentional every day. 
And what I mean by that is rather than just take action, where do I place my energy? Mm. What's important to me? What am I choosing? And if you know what you stand for, what you value, what's important to you, and more and more are things, you know, for the on the collective is unification, freedom, um, harmony. Mm. If those things are important to you as well, then you're going to choose to work through your fears so you can also experience more peace and love in your life day yep. to day on a real practical level. Mm. So if you're addressing and clearing from your own psyche, from your own being, your own fear that is showing up day to day in your relationships, in your experiences, then you're doing the work for the collective. Yeah. And that's, I think, you know, that's what we can all do rather than get overwhelmed by the world situation. Mm. Stay, keep it very in the 24-hour period, just stay focusing what you need to do day to day, intentional day to day, and you're doing it. Mm. You will all be doing what we need to do to, to ripple it out and, uh, help support yeah. the, the shift and the change yeah. for the collective. And and I think, you know, you've just touched on presence there and just really going through, you know, when, we've, when we're in presence, we feel freedom. Yeah, so much, yeah. Right, we're not thinking about the past or the future or the next five minutes. Mm-hmm. When we're in presence, fear actually can't exist no. because freedom and fear can't coexist mm-hmm. because freedom is akin to love. Mm-hmm. And well, it's an openness, isn't it's it? It's an openness, it's, isn't it? It's yeah. your heart, your spiritual heart being open, mm. yeah, which is an acceptance of what is. So we don't get caught then in the stories of the mind, which is what takes us to fear. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm. The only reason we get to fear is because the ego is telling us a story about the situation, mm. which means there's cellular memory in our body about a, a thing we've experienced that something else has risen that's making us think that it's going to end up there again mm. and we go with fear, yep. you know, and that's our responsibility to address that, to realise what we're listening to, you know, that that um, negative, dense part of us that mm. is trying to protect us but nonetheless keeping us suppressed and small and contained and familiar doesn't want us branching out and trying new things. So... We have to, once you understand where it's coming from, it's a little easier to, to not even recognise it truly as fear where it really pulls you in. Really? But what you experience is next level fear. You yeah. Know? That's not just a day-to-day fear that I'm talking about. That's mm. like being stripped away. Yeah, so it's very much an ex- existential level of, of fear exactly. and identity. and Another yeah. awakening yeah. Or, or, a you know, a real shaking of who you thought you were. Yeah. A realignment of yeah. who you really are. Yeah. It's like, come mm. on, you've got to listen now. Yeah. Come on, come back to yourself. Mm. Yeah. So a lot changed in that experience. A lot changed. Um, and it was just that realising that all these things can be going on around me and I personalise them through the ego mm-hmm. and I take them as if, you know, there are attacks on me or mm-hmm. what have you, and it's very, very easy to sit in victim mode. Absolutely. Um, you know, I've had a, I've done a lot of work in victim mode mm-hmm. or on work on victim mode, but that doesn't make me immune to mm-hmm. to going back there and um, of course we can all forgetting. Go. We can all go there. Yep, you definitely. Know. When we forget the truth of who we are, yeah. Um it's so easy to go into fear and into forgetting. Mm. It's so easy. Yeah, um, and so now I just, I'm really grateful for that 
experience. Yeah. There's a lot of gratitude around that. Yeah. Because it it showed me I can go through things that mm-hmm. I had no idea I was capable of exactly getting through. I think that's what 2020's taught us, you know, there is so much we can endure mm-hmm. and overcome and so much fear that we can feel and change that we can move through, navigate, mm-hmm. and then realise in hindsight as we sit here at the start of 2021, we can all really sit in a lot of deep gratitude because 2020 did teach us a lot about fear, mm. a lot about letting go and knowing we can move through a lot of uncertainty and still be okay. Yeah. But we don't have to know. We yes. don't have to control. Exactly. We don't have to have as much certainty as we thought we did. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's been a very much a, a, you know, coming back to trusting absolutely. myself trusting the universe, mm-hmm. trusting that this is all for the greatest good. Yeah, absolutely. We might leave it at that. Awesome. How does that feel to that step great. out at that point? I think that's perfect. So if anyone's got any questions, any any listeners, they can, yeah. uh, how can they let us know about that? Yeah, well, um, on our anchor page there's a way that you can contact us mm-hmm. um, and we'll also be publishing um, some further ways that you can contact us in the near future if, mm-hmm. um, if you know you want to shoot us through anything on socials or what have you. Yep. Um, Otherwise they could go through our individual pages maybe yep. on Facebook. Yep. yep. So mm-hmm. um, where, where can people find you, Sally? So Sally Williams, Intuitive Life Purpose Mentor, I believe, is my Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, now, who am I? What am I? What is it? <laughs> but that's probably how you've got to this podcast at this stage anyway. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, yes, yes. That's where you can. What about you, Sally? Can they contact um, you? I think I'll be starting a new presence um, relatively shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm currently sitting under Cactus Llama, mm-hmm. uh, which is a social media-based business. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, we might branch out into something a little bit more. You can tell us, tell us that a little bit more. In the yeah, future, but it just, sounds like a brain pop that's just happened yeah. as we're talking. Good. Um, but, like yeah. It's happening. Yeah, and we'll just put in the show notes some of those resources yeah. like Muji and Elizabeth yeah. Burrell as well. Sounds perfect. Um, if people want to check those out. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Sounds good. I'm sure fear will be. You know, it would come up in future episodes in many Absolutely. ways. It's as we're navigating our spiritual journey, um, fear is really at the forefront of a lot of breakthroughs and a lot of, you know, how to come to trusting our intuition and having the courage to break through and listen to guidance and move in different directions and make the changes. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a big deal and we've dealt with it in one context today, but I think we'll definitely visit it in um, other other contexts. Yeah. It's such a huge subject and, you know, can creep into anything and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, yeah. you know, it deserves it holds to be us, talked about. holds us back a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. So it Shine the light on it. It does need to be understood further. Mm. Yeah. And, and the thing I do actually just want to add, because <laughs> it's coming through to add it right now, is um, I think we might be doing a second podcast on it because it's quite big. Yes. Um, <laughs> is that fear will never leave you. Correct. Okay, when, you, when you're on your spiritual journey and you want to get to the next thing, you know, it's normal, it's it's important that we start normalising fear, yeah. okay, because as humans we want to avoid it, we don't want mm. it to, you know, we just think, oh, I just want to feel happy and peaceful and, you know, we don't, we do everything to avoid it actually. Mm. And so is that comfortable though when we avoid it? No. 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 So we're avoiding the comfortability of that's, fear. That's it. And then we're still sitting in uncomfortability. So double, double, double. Mm. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, so I just wanted to say that, you know, fear is a normal part of life, very much present in the world right now, but it doesn't mean um, that you can't feel centred and balanced and safe okay. and that's your responsibility to work on fostering that through meditation, through nature, through grounding your energy, through presence and breath and awareness. Uh, those things will help you stay out mm-hmm. of fear and more in the in the presence of, of self and truth. Yeah. Um, so hopefully that all helps. Absolutely. Yeah. And if anyone's unsure of what um, Sally just mentioned, those tools that she uses and recommends, then jump onto her page, have a chat with her. She um, runs beautiful, brilliant courses that help you understand how to do those things. And um, very shortly in the near future there will be a an online course that um, take you through some of those yeah, wild and free things as well. Yeah. Yes, the podcast series was birthed before, before the online se- the online course, got, co- course got was published. actually yeah. published. Yeah, so how funny is that? How it all works out. Yeah, um, but that will be in the near future. We are actually working on that as as we speak. Yeah. So it'll be out there at some point. And it'll yeah. help many people. But until then, yeah, grab anything that you need. Just inbox me or come and check me out on the Facebook page, and we'll. I'll hook you up with what you need to know. Beautiful. Thanks, Em. Thanks, Sally. That was wonderful.